So, Russell, every year prior to Dub Dub, Dub Dub DC, it's really hard to say the long version of that. Worldwide Wildlife Fund, is that what you're talking about? Worldwide Developers Conference. <laughs> I'm turning to El, uh, Elmer Fudd. I believe what you need to do is actually stick your hands in the air and you'll no sleep till dub dub. <laughs> so a lot of people have like prior to prior to uh, events like dub dub, they get all excited and they like to speculate about like the new and shiny things that we're going to see. And I, 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 I'm sure it happens for other things too, but I, I feel like it happens a lot, especially around WWDC because of, I guess, the its attachment to Apple and people love Apple, I guess. Well, not everybody loves Apple, but the, the people that do love Apple, yeah, they get crazy excited. And I guess even if you don't necessarily love Apple, if you love technology, then, you know, Apple make a whole bunch of great tech. So, yeah, you just see it everywhere, all over the internet. Like, what's Apple going to announce? Do you think this is going to happen? Like, Dub Dub is two weeks away. Could this possibly happen? Like, the hype level, I guess you call it, reaches yeah fever, fever pitch. Is that a thing? fever pitch? I think that is the thing, and yeah. uh, it happens at other times in the year, but nowhere near the amount that it does for 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 Dub Dub. No, not even close. Does it happen for things like Google, like Google events and stuff like that? I don't actually know. It it does happen around Google I/O, but there's. There's not the same level of like intense speculation as to what's coming. And the reason yeah. for that is that Google doesn't use that as their singular, like we launch pretty much all developer stuff here. Yep. They tend to sprinkle a lot of stuff like throughout the year. Like they released their next version of Android, I think a good two months before Google I.O. All right. So it's people are like, ah, oh, well, that's out. What else can we speculate about? But it still happens. Like you still get a lot of blogs. Like this is what I expect from Google I.O. And also... I'm sure you get this on the Apple side as well. A lot of like, you know, my top 10 things I want to see from from Google I.O. So why do you think that this is something that the, uh, I guess, the the community enjoys? Like, because, I mean, like you said, you see a lot of uh, of tech blogs doing this sort of stuff. And like, obviously, there's a market for for this people people clearly love you know this idea of uh, i want to like i want to speculate about you know what i'm going to be able to unwrap it at, at conference x uh you know why do you think that that's the case well you know i mean i think if you unpack this there's a lot of different reasons but i do wonder if one of the number one ones is like you're a fan of apple like i'm a fan of apple and you get excited when they release new products and they do, they're very cautious about, you know, not leaking things. You know, Tim Cook always says, you know, we're doubling down on secrecy and all that sort of thing. So the amount of stuff they leak is really, really small. And sometimes they'll just drop things at like WWDC. I mean, as a developer, yeah. I don't know if you remember the time they announced Swift, yes. the development language. Yes, I and remember that. was that. out of nowhere. Like I'd heard yeah. some rumors about maybe functional programming or something, but they were so like intermittent and sparse that there was nothing there and all of a sudden they're on stage like Swift, the programming language. And I think that has a weird sort of retroactive thing where it, it almost goes back through time that you remember last um, WWDC that Apple really surprised you with something amazing. Yeah. And so you can't help but be like, oh, what are, what are they going to surprise me with, you know, this year? I yeah. mean, do you, do you feel like that? I, I guess I do feel like that. I do. I see a lot of people speculating. and I, I guess I do somewhat enjoy it myself 
I, I feel like I can only take so much, though, personally, because what happens, I, I feel like what happens is it starts to become just like, I don't know, it's like it's like a cow. It's like it's like the developer community is a cow. <laughs> and, you start with one cow. And, well, no, because the cow will, like, eat the grass, right? And then it'll go into one stomach, and then it kind of, like, the cow will be standing around there later, just kind of minding its own business, and it'll just be like... Whoa. Bring it back up, chew on it again, and then it goes back down to the <laughs> down to the next one, right? And it, like as as kind of crazy and horrifying as that uh, that visual image is, it's it can be a little bit like that, don't you think? <laughs> I, I love that cow analogy, Jelly. It is so good. I guess you know some people call it the echo chamber. I, I think we should dispense with the echo chamber. I think your analogy is just a million times better because <laughs> call it the, the cow. Fir- the, yeah, the, the first time the cow ate it, you know, the grass was good. I'm yep. sure grass is like tasty for cows, you know, you sit there and enjoy it. The second time, it kind of feels like we've been here, haven't they? Like why why are we rehashing this again? Yeah, no, I definitely I, I definitely feel like that. And, it, and especially when it kind of gets like something is obviously not going to happen and people just like to bring it up over and over and over again, like like apps on the Apple TV. Oh, wait, that happened. Oh, yeah, that went yep. for a long time. Yeah, that did happen, though. So, okay, I've, I've got to ask you, because in the build-up to, let's say, like a WWDC keynote like this, I go through phases. Like, I mm. start off really uninterested, mm. then a whole bunch of rumors will come out, and I'll be like, oh, that's, yeah, what about this, and what about that? And I'll get into the whole speculation side of things. But then I'll find about a week out, I've just kind of had enough of speculating. It's yeah. like... I've gone too far. It's also like because every pod, like every podcast, is like, yeah, let's have a little bit of speculation on. You know, Mobile Couch did it as well, so it's not like I can. Well, we, you know, we'd never I can dream talk. of doing that on this this podcast. No, we wouldn't speculate about you know the the you know the new MacBook that's coming out. I, I'm kind of interested oh. in like the the bar across the top. No. I, yeah, little, little we would never do, we would never cool. do that sort of speculation. No, but it kind of gets to the point where like everybody's speculating and everybody has their opinion and everybody has to like you know put their put their thoughts out into the air and you know have their two cents or whatever thing that you have and it becomes a little bit much i feel like it comes it becomes a little bit much yeah no i'd agree with that and then do you think i feel like these days especially when apple's releasing a product and this is probably true of like any hardware company but apple seems to get the majority of the speculation do you, i mean do you feel like sometimes when you're really excited to find out what's coming out maybe there's a leak like the macbook thing and then the actual thing comes out exactly the way it leaked and then i feel like you've almost lost something you're like Oh yeah, that's the thing like I read spoiled. on like nine to five Mac, like yeah. yeah, a month ago. Yeah, I mean that. I mean it is kind of it is kind of that sort of thing where it's like going to the movies. It's like you don't like I don't like to go to the movies having had spoilers. Yeah, exactly. You know, you go and see Star Wars, and you already know that Darth Vader is Luke's father. You kind of it oh, kind of ruins it for you. Has the moratorium on that one passed? <sighs> I guess it has. Yeah, I'm like well and truly. If you haven't watched Star Wars in the last thirty years, then, then uh, suck it. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, it's probably not the same kind of ex- like exactly the same because with spoilers in like TV shows, movies, all that sort of stuff, it, it like it's kind of you know it ruins the plot for you and you don't get the story and all that sort of stuff. But with a product launch, it feels like it just goes from being like this amazing thing to being like, oh yeah, I expected that to happen. Yeah, and then I wonder if it also feeds into like, oh, I was expecting something more. Like that's exactly what was rumored. Couldn't you have added like twelve magic dongles on the on the front or something? I think to a certain point, yeah. So like as an example. Um, um, there's a lot of speculation, or there's been a lot of speculation about about like Siri, right? Uh, Apple is going to potentially match the standards that have been set by uh, other people that are in that sort of space, like Amazon and 
Google's kind of starting to go in that way as well. That sort of stuff is something that Apple supposedly wants to get into. And so there's been all this speculation about how, you know, they're going to open up Siri and they're going to do all this stuff and, you know, how are they going to do it and all that sort of stuff. But I'm concerned, right, that we'll get through DubDub and we'll get this sort of situation where it actually didn't turn out to be everything that we'd hoped for. You know, maybe we did get some of the things that had been kind of promised. Maybe they did open it up or maybe they are going new directions. But like what happens if they uh, they open it up, but they only open it up to like certain partners or it's like an MFI type thing where you have to like apply to be able to access it, which is kind of disappointing and it can be yeah. disappointing. Yeah, no, it definitely can be. So, I, you know, I, I do worry that like, you know, all this speculation gets you kind of anticipating something think that you that apple could never kind of expect to bring out (laughs) well especially because like there'll be like a base level rumor and then people will just build on top of it almost like a wish list of things they want yeah and i think we often forget that with apple like the first version of you know most apis that they put out is very limited like they could be like here's the siri api we now plug into apps but by the way here's the three things you can do and you'd be like three things i wanted to do like 35 things and you might have to wait like a year or two for that so i mean you look at like past releases right one of them being nfc which is something that i mean other platforms have had for a long time so on android you like you can tap your phone and it can like do things it for a long time like people kind of went when's the iphone going to get it and uh was it last year that it came out yeah i think it was the iphone 6 was the first one to have it and so you know theoretically it had the hardware there but it's the sort of thing that's kind of all locked down and you can only really get it if get access to it if you like apply for it and even then like it's relatively limited in what you can do with it that's the sort of thing that apple kind of does because apple has they've got to do things that are kind of the way that they feel is right and it's one of those situations where it is like it's a disappointment uh, when you consider, you know, when you consider all the things that people kind of wanted it to be, and it just really was never going to be. Yeah, that I mean, that definitely happens. I mean, third-party keyboards was a similar thing. Mm. Like we got, yeah, we got the ability to change our keyboards, but then there was all these restrictions. Like the keyboard was limited, I think, originally to like twenty meg of RAM or something, which is tiny. So people couldn't even basically use like UI kit. They had to build it like out of you know, string and magic basically. And then <laughs> Apple was like, you know, relaxed that a, a little bit since, but you still can't do things like, I don't think you can do dictation. You so. can't like do anything um, like rich text, any sort of that sort of yeah. stuff, like bold or images yeah, exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, the keyboard can't have access to your microphone. So you can't like do, you know, let's say you prefer Google's dictation. You can't, you can't use that. So yes, you got the ability to have different keyboards. And yes, that's cool if you're into like SwiftKey or Gboard, but it still is like limiting and I, I do wonder like how do you reckon this affects like the products that apple like actually release like the the teams that that work on them like the the fact that they have to be so secretive and the fact that you know there are these leaks do you think that actually affects like people on the other side i feel like it would like i mean imagine if you were working if you're working on pocket casts and uh, there's all these rumors flying around that there's some new feature that's going to come out in Pocket Casts. You know, I, I heard a rumor actually that there is that uh, <laughs> the new Pocket Casts will have a hologram feature where you put it on your desk and the people in the podcast will appear like little holograms. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, just like Star Wars style. Everyone, like they, they, yeah, you they come out. <laughs> Yep. And then you'd be, yeah, you won't even need to be in a dark room. I heard it's like the, the sensor for it is just so bright. It's already yeah. built into the iPhone, apparently. It's a secret feature that you can do it in like a fully lit like room. 
Or maybe it only oh, works when you are that's fully really cool. lit. I can't. I'm, I was confused about that. <laughs> it, it, the, the terminology, it, it, it's, it's always down to like the right words, isn't it? But it's the sort of thing, right, where, uh, you know, Im- imagine a situation where you actually don't have the capacity to make that happen. So you're trying, you, you know, you're seeing all these rumors flying around. And uh, we talked recently about like launching an app and how you need to manage, you know, manage expectations and try and get ahead of bad pet press and stuff like that. Like this is one of those situations where you have to, I mean, maybe not in Apple's case, maybe Apple can just wear the cost, but I, I definitely don't, I, feel, I definitely feel like it would affect you personally. Like everybody's really disappointed because I couldn't ship this thing, but there was no way that I, you know, I, I wasn't going to be able to live up to it. It's a, it's too high of an expectation for me. Yeah, I, I'm, no, I reckon Apple suffers from that as well. I reckon the difference they have is they can call up the Wall Street Journal and be like, yo, <laughs> like, can we just, you know, write a story about how X is not happening, but Y is just to, I've seen them do that a few times where yeah. the expectations just get crazy out of hand. And they're like, you know what? If we don't rein this in, like this is going to end badly for us. And there'll be some article that basically says, like, you know, this thing's coming out, but this other thing's like being delayed or whatever. Like, I think that does happen. But I've got an interesting question for you. Do you do you reckon this happens in other industries? Like, obviously, in the tech industry, we go crazy for you know new gadgets, new phones, new hardware of all kinds. Like, what about I don't know kitchen appliances? Like, do people get excited about the next sort of Bosch oven that that might be shipping? Well, my mother sells thermomixes. Do you know what a thermomix oh, is? Oh, Phil has one of these. The- it is apparently the greatest thing known to man yeah. according to him it's like imagine taking a blender and putting it putting like a like a little heating appliance in there somehow and then also making it like uh, it, it, i mean it can do anything it it's like the kitchen appliance apparently you can replace your whole kitchen with it yeah so it's like an oven it's a blender it's a saucepan it's it's got like computer bits in there apparently yeah. it even even ways things, yeah. So it'll it's tell a, you like you know, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother sells these, and so I kind of have a, a, a microscopic window into that world, uh, and it is really its own little world. It's not unlike the tech industry, where it's like you know the 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 new the new shiny comes out, and they were like the the company that makes them. I think it's Asco or something. The company behind the, the makes them. They like they were all secretive, and you know people are always like wondering what the next one's going to have. Uh, apparently, it does happen, and even in kitchen appliances. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, I, I thought it never used to as well. Like, I used to be like, well, aren't we weird in the tech industry? Like, we go crazy over new announcements and we speculate. But then I discovered, you know, being on Relay FM, there's a, there's a show called The Pen Addict. And I discovered there's an entire world of people who care, like, a lot about pens. And they care, like, maybe even more than we do. Like, they get really, really crazy about, you know, some new pen that's coming out from, I don't know, any pen manufacturers. Warby Parker, maybe? I think they make glasses, and, don't they? Okay, not even close. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, is it pen Bic? people. Bic. Bic, yeah. People, people love the new Bics. Yep, the Bic. That's yeah, it. Like, like, that's literally the only manufacturer of pens that I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really premium one. Sorry, I mean, Mike. You, you know it's good because you can pick up 20 of them, like, at a time from, like, office works. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I feel like it's always qual- quantity over quality. <laughs> That's what the pen people say. They're like, screw quality. It's all about can you feel like, can you basically wallpaper a room in, in the pens That's for the like under way. $100? Yep. That's yeah. the big way. It doesn't matter if one's, one's a dud. You've got, you've got <laughs> And it doesn't matter if like me, you chew on the end of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I do it, but I always do and I always snap the pen. I'm like, oh, new pen. So why do you think that? Like, I, I think it's just a, this sort of thing where people love to like people love new things and they love kind of the 
uh, expectation. It's like it's almost like a like Christmas. Like you know, you love the expectation of Christmas, and like all kids do. Really, I, I don't know what. Oh, I still do. I you, still do. You still, you still do. Uh, yeah. And you know, you, you stay awake at night, and you're like, oh, I'm really excited about the you know the, the presents that I get to open tomorrow. And I think it's I think it's kind of just an extension of the same sort of feeling that we as people love to have like love new things and love kind of you know experiencing not just love the new thing but love experiencing like the newness of something does that make sense oh this makes a lot of sense and i think this analogy goes even further like maybe if you're not into christmas like imagine your birthday and let's say someone you care about has got your birthday present yep i don't know if you're if you're like me but then i tend to try and figure out what they got me and this is the, the stupidest thing in the world because if i ever do find out I've actually ruined it for myself. Yep. Like it's much like an Apple rumor. You know, if you browse too much Mac rumors and nine to five, you're going to ruin the the keynote. I feel like birthdays are the same way. Like I really, 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 really want to find out what Michelle got me. And then the few times I have found out, I'm like, what the hell did I do that for? Like it just makes no sense. But there was something inside me that was like, I must you know. You just need like, to know. Like it's a need to know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like this is just like a, a, a human trait that we that we just love. Uh, love experiencing the newness, like the newness of things. It's like going to a new city. Like, yes, I, I lo- like. I love the experience of going to a new city and just trying to like learn my way around a little bit. And it eventually like loses its like loses the kind of the magic of that because you just get used to the city and so it just becomes like you know yeah it's Melbourne um, <laughs> or it's Canberra, which is like probably the first time you visit, not the twelfth time. No, I had that with um San Francisco. Like yeah. I've, I don't, I've been there that often. That now, like, I went with Phil, who hasn't been as much, and he's like, let's do the cable car. Let's go to Fisherman's Wharf. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. Like, it does it does wear off after a while. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I still have yet to experience that with San Francisco, but I definitely experience it with other cities where I'm, you know, I'm constantly back there. And it's just the sort of thing where it's not quite as exciting anymore. And I think I think that's that is what it all comes down to. Like we love to speculate about things because we love the experience of like the the experience of the newness of things and uh you know uh, and the kind of unwrapping of that uh, ex- that excitement. And the the only problem with it, I think, is that you know sometimes when you you know you get the parcel and you unwrap it and inside is a bomb and it just goes boom. <laughs> 